When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's get into it. So I guess since we last, and Melissa and I covered some of this yesterday, but you know, so let's yeah. just to recap a little bit um, on who was in the portal. And um, so right now it is it is Anthony Walker, Jovanovic. Uh, I practiced over the week, there so we I could say it. Um, favorite air, and then Harlan Beverly. Since we last spoke, went into the portal and then committed to Wichita State. So, yeah. so those are four out. And I guess the, the first question I want to ask you is probably a little bit off the board here a little bit, but we had talked about Ja'Kai Robinson potentially being another person in the portal. Do you, do you think that Beverly going, cause we didn't think that was going to happen to be honest. So, so yeah, do, do I, you think, do you think that kind of means that we might see Ja'Kai stay or what are your, what are your, what's your sense on that? Yeah. I thought that there was a chance with like, with Isaiah, if like it got announced that Isaiah Wong was returning, you know, I thought there was a chance. I think we both kind of thought that might've been a chance, right. That Harland would leave, but obviously we don't know what's what Isaiah Wong's decision is going to be. But in terms of Jakai, I, I still think there's a possibility it could happen unless like the, there's something that happened behind closed doors of, you know, coaches told them, Hey, you're going to have a little bit more of an expanded role. I'm just not sure if we would really see that, because, I mean, it, it's we, not like they've really the math. Tried... Yeah, we, and we've, we've also done the math on the players at those positions. And it's just, it's hard to see him taking like Bensley or Wugga or yeah. Nigel's minutes. Well, in like, you know, in terms of like, we didn't see him in the rotation at all, essentially. Right. 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 Like very, very, very limited. <laughs> he like, did score in other... the final four. <laughs> 
He's he the one who got, he got the, four, he yeah. the free throw. So, but I think in some of these other games, you know, you saw some of the other freshmen, like you know, like Chris Watson would like kind of came in. Like there was one or two games that he came in and, for a few. And minutes. that was that was a you know he got a pretty extended run actually in the first half when we were playing better against Florida State when Pack was out. Um, yeah, he Watson was definitely the next. Like if someone got hurt or was out of the rotation, I think it was pretty clear that Watson was the next guy. So Robinson was one more step beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so, cause I know this is, he redshirted the first year, right? So this was kind of his first essential year. I, it, it just depends on what the kid wants too. Maybe he's okay with, you know, having more of a limited role and he just likes being at Miami, which, you know, awesome. Um, you want to have people that are, that want to be a part of the program, but I mean, in this transfer era, a lot of guys want to play and, you know, you see record highs of, of uh, how many guys are in the portal right now. It's it's insane. Yeah, and so, but like you said, I guess it kind of depends on where his thought process is. And, you know, maybe he's fine not playing as much right now because he still is. You mentioned he's been here too. He's still only a sophomore, so there's time for him to, like, yeah. like after this year, Nigel's definitely gone. If Isaiah comes back, he's definitely gone. There, there will be more opportunities now. Again, you have to think, <laughs> is someone going to come up behind me and jump over me? But he might be willing to stick it out another year to see. Um, but, yeah, I, I do. So all right, you mentioned kind of a little transition. You mentioned Wong. We still don't know yeah. anything. We, you and I did have a furious direct message chat reading reading the NBA collective bargaining agreement, I, trying to figure out. Up. Okay, so I'm pretty sure. So the, the question, just for context, for those of you that aren't in our DMs, which – is all of you. <laughs> so um, there are, there's some NBA rules governing how many times you can declare for the draft and enter the draft. And those are two different things. So if you declare and pull yourself out, that's one category. I didn't even realize this, but a few years ago, they changed the rules where you can declare and go through the draft. And if you're not drafted, you can still go back to college. Hmm. So, there's two separate rules there. So if you actually go through the draft, like you're eligible on draft flight and no one calls your name, you have two options then. You can become a free agent. Um, or if you fire your agent, if you had already hired one, you can go back to college. As long as you I wonder how many people have done that because I haven't really heard of... I don't think, I don't think anyone does it because I think if you're going to stick into the draft, you're probably... You're um, just going to... You, you decide not to go back to college, I think. I don't think anyone's actually taken advantage of that because if you think about it, the guys not getting drafted didn't think they were going to be a first round pick, right? This is, these yeah. are people that kind of know either way. Cause in the NBA, I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with like the way the salaries work and all that first round picks get guaranteed contracts. Second round picks yeah. do not. So a lot of them get cut anyway. So if you're not in the first round, you already know I'm going to have to make the team. So whether that means you got drafted or not, you're still going to have to go make a team. Um, yeah. So I think if you're, if you're at peace with that decision, I don't think you then go back to college. Um, so the other rule, though, is let's say you put your name in and withdraw it. So you can do that twice and still go back to college. The third time you have to stick in. So for Wong, he can. And that's when you I, withdraw before the Yeah, before draft, the draft. Like you don't go 10 days draft. before or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. If you do that, you can do that three essentially twice and still come back. Mm -hmm. the, third, the third time you declare for the draft, you have to go. You cannot, okay. you cannot declare and withdraw three times. So. As far as I, I think Wong only one time has declared and pulled back, right? I thought it was twice. Oh, he did it after his sophomore year also? Yeah, I thought he did it twice. 
Okay, then he can't do that again. So okay, that's why. Okay, okay, okay. that's okay. why it was that's confused. that's where the gap was. That's why we were like talking across each other. I was like, I think this is okay. So that's interesting then. Okay, now okay. Okay, so he did do it after his sophomore year. I'm pretty sure he did it after his sophomore year, because I remember there was two years of him doing it, like that he he did it two years in a row. Okay, well then he can't do it a third time because then he's stuck. So, so this is probably why we're waiting for an announcement because he, right, he knows right that if he does it he's gonna he's going to have to to and I think I don't oh, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head I think that the deadline was April 23rd or something I don't know if you saw it um I did not but this is why Google exists so I guess we should have some closure then soon on that yeah I um this is april 23rd you are correct oh wow correct on something that's good so yeah so we will so let me ask you something then do you think that miami already knows the answer based on guys that they've been linked to in the portal you know it came out today l ellis someone that reached out to i know that there was another guard from rice that they reached out to what are what are your thoughts on that yeah i if we're reading tea leaves, it feels like he's gone. Um, okay. Cause those are, those are, I mean, and, and we, we talked about this driving back from the final four to the hotel, but you're not going to replace Wong. He's the ACC player of the year. He's, you know, been with us four years. He knows the system inside out. You're not going to replace that, but both the, the kid from rice and I think Oliveri, I think is how you say his last name. And, and yeah. uh, L Ellis, those are definitely starting two guards. Like that is yeah. not that's not a let's get some some depth here. That is again, you're not gonna really replace Wong, but that is filling his position. I yeah. would say those are your start that's that's your starting guard, in my opinion. So I and and I think a lot of that like that all spun up in the last couple of days, right? I think the rice yeah. was yesterday and then Ellis was today. So that feels like maybe kind of tells got, you something got an indication there over the last few days. Yeah. Although on the flip side, you could say, you know, if you want to be a glass half full person, Beverly entering the portal, there are a lot of wing minutes if Wong isn't there. That's right? true. There, that opens up a lot of opportunities. So you kind of look at that and say, you know, does he think it's going the other way? Because, and Melissa and I talked about this yesterday, if Wong and Pack are back, there's no guard minutes really. <laughs> Those guys are going to play thirty plus a night, like period. Yeah. Unless they get into foul trouble, like you're not you're not going to play them less than that. And then plus, you're also going to play. Well, Woga's at the up. three. Yeah, he's going. But he's going. He's at he's at the three, right? But he's also going to get a chunk of minutes. But you could see him like going twenty five minutes and getting someone else fifteen. But Wong and Pack are basically going to play the whole game. And then you also have Bensley coming in to take whatever's left there, and a lot of whatever Woga's not taking. So. <laughs> There's not a lot of minutes there, right, outside of those those four. And so, but if Wong goes, that does seem to free up some more opportunities for others to get on the court. Although, again, you know, as I keep going back and forth, it could just be as simple as, you know, Christian Watson was going to be in front of Beverly on the depth chart, which is probably the case. So mm-hmm. the minutes he did get this year wouldn't be available. Because I think that's probably a likelihood anyway I, I i would expect i think he's gonna have an expanded role this year and whether or not even if everyone came back i think he would probably get the call in the minute because beverly was getting what about 10 a game i think it ebbed yeah. and flowed but you know 10. his standard role was probably around that there's some games yeah. he basically didn't play at all and there's some he played more but 
it was probably around that as his normal role. I feel like even if everyone came back, those would be Christian Watson's minutes, not his. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think I think it's kind of going to be the same thing too, right? It's going to be sporadic based on matchups and whatnot for Chris Watson, uh, which is going to determine how many minutes he gets each night. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's yeah. I, looking at the portal, it does feel like they're looking at people to 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 replace Wong. Um, so that sucks, but I think I think it's expected. I think when we were leaving the final four, like that was probably his last game. Um, because just because, and again, we talked about some of this yesterday. But if if you look at his career, like he's done everything he can here. The only, and I don't think there's a good opportunity for him to really boost his draft stock that much. So it's really the only reason to come back is he's like, I want to win a championship at Miami, and I think I can do it next year. Yeah, and that'd be the, that'd be really be the only reason because I think individually, like you're not going to do like ACC Player of the Year. Like, I mean, he's kind of he, he he did so well that's kind of like there's not even anything left to collect other than the national championship. Yeah, and that's a team award, so that's a little bit different. But that's true. Let me ask you too. So. There's a lot of talk about L. Ellis. I was impressed with the kid. I mean, obviously he played yeah. on a team that was not very right, good. It was terrible, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are kind of pointing at his stats and how efficient he was because his percentages aren't the greatest. But to me, like that's a product of being on a terrible team that you're the only one that can create offense. I think that's part of it. I also think... Look, I, I don't I don't want to be doom and gloom because I think we're going to be really good this year. Next mm-hmm. year, I mean, we're like top five and top ten in everyone's preseason rankings that are way too early now. But yeah, you're going to need people to generate offense, and he can do that. You need that. Like I, I understand modern basketball; it's all about efficiency and like don't take this shot versus that shot. Yeah. We also play weird. Like a lot of the shots we take are like the shots that have been almost coached out of basketball. Do not take contested mid-range numbers. Oh yeah. Watch this. (laughs) Right. I mean, so I think for us, I love Nigel, but he's much more of a shooter and and then he is like going to create a bunch of offense for people. Um, And then Wooga is not going to be the person initiating the offense. So who's going to be doing that? Are we just going to run it through Norchad in the post? I don't think so. So if it's not Isaiah Wong, it needs to be someone that you can ISO, that can get to the rack, that can draw the defense. And a lot of those players are not quite as efficient because, like you said, they have so much burden on them because they're the ones that have to make all the plays. Um, So especially on a team like Louisville when you can't really even kick the pass out. Nope. (laughs) So, so yeah, I'm not worried at all about that. I I saw him – I mean, I'll be honest, I saw him play twice. (laughs) <laughs> he was not good the first time that they played us the second time he lit us up yeah um, I, so, so i mean i don't know what to do with that un, unrepresentative sample size but i mean based on what he brings to the table from shooting from scoring and really again shot creation we need shot creation because the, the two primary people we ran the offense to through are assuming you know assuming wong's gone they're both gone yeah. So some you have to be able to generate offense. Um, and so yeah, I, I 100% sign me up. In fact, even if Wong comes back, sign me up. We'll figure it out. <laughs> you don't pass on talent like that. No, absolutely. That's how I feel as well. 
Okay, so there's another person that entered the portal today that said <laughs> Miami was interested interested in him. You have some yeah. thoughts on on um, old nemesis Matt Cleveland? It's such a weird feeling, man. We t- I talked about it with someone on Twitter. I like went back and forth a little bit because it's like the type of player he is. You know, the six seven slasher can kind of create his own shot. I think he's he can improve as a shooter. Um, he definitely has ability, but being a consistent shooter is like, you know, there's a difference between having the ability to shoot the three versus consistently making it, right? I know he can make it from quarter to quarter at the buzzer. That much I do. Yeah, he made it one time against us. So, and then just like, I will forever have that image in my head of just him making that shot and throwing the U down. But at the same time, I think it's a nice fit. Well, this is what I was getting at. So I don't think he's a straight replacement, but I do feel like you could plug him into Jordan Miller's spot in the rotation. Yeah, he's he's similar. Yeah, he's he's similar in that defender. He's six seven, but plays bigger. Exactly, and kind of a tweener. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of looking at him like, look, you're not going to replace Jordan Miller here. Just like you're not going to replace Isaiah Wong, but. If we try to keep the same system, he is someone you could play at the four and keep the same system. And it just feels like so wrong to say it. I, I I have no loyalties in this business. If he's the right guy, let's go. I, I won't, oh yeah, I, I won't like, give a crap what he's what he's playing. If it gets with. announced that he's on the, I'm not going to be like no. I'm gonna. Yeah, I almost when I saw like Miami is interested, I almost tweeted out that basically the comment I made here, which was, well, I know he can make jumpers at at, at the Wasco Center, but then. Uh, <laughs> I remember Melissa blamed that loss on me because that was the only home game I went to this year. <laughs> it was the only one that we lost. So, so I was like, you know, what, I'll sit this one out. But yeah, no, I'd take him for sure. I think he's, in fact, if we're, again, if we're going to turn into the skid and continue to invest in the style, you need an athletic tweener at the four. And I don't know that there's a better one in the portal. I'm curious what his thinking is, though. I mean, I I don't know. Well, I guess that's the case with all of these these kids, right? Like, why exactly they enter the portal? Is Miami even an attractive option? Now, I will say, you know, the the report with him is he is saying, you know, you get these things from different different sources, right? This was him yeah. saying these are the schools that have reached out to me, and he self reported Miami. So, so, um, no, well, I mean, I I don't think he's lying. I'm just saying I'm wondering now he, now he self-reported like 10 schools. So it wasn't just Miami, but I do wonder if he has some interest. Cause if like, cause I guarantee it's more than 10 schools that reach out to him. Like you hit the portal. It's like half of college basketball is calling you. So he might've filtered that down to schools he would consider. Well, and to be honest, like the play style, how we play, like it's a fun, if I was a recruit or I was entering the transfer portal and I'm putting up those numbers and I had the opportunity to play for Miami, I mean, Miami bias aside, I would definitely take a serious look at Miami. Yeah. No, like and the fact that Coach a, Allen trusts his players, you have a free flowing offense, you can, you know, create your own. It's, it's something different, you know? Right. And, and there's a, there's a definite value prop there, not just, you mentioned some of the basketball aspects. The other parts are um, that they're, you know, transfers have had a lot of success here. Um, yeah. So, you know, Good and it's, it's someone that is able to integrate quickly, right? They're, they're, they're a play. I mean, Charlie Moore is a great example. How many times did he transfer before he found the right school? 
Oh, geez. He played right. it. I think I think we were his fourth school. Um, Cal, Kansas, DePaul. Oh, and then I think he came. And there was one him. more. Was there was one more? There? No, I think. Yeah. Well, whatever. We were his fourth or fifth school. And you know what? One year here and he fit like a glove after he couldn't yeah. fit at so many schools. I think, you know, that that track record, even if we hard to remember, Shane Larkin was a transfer uh, technically. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Coach is always good about taking the right fit and integrating them quickly um so that, that and so if you're a transfer you gotta look at that too also i mean it's living in miami which um melissa and i talked about this a little bit yesterday but a lot of these kids want to be in cities basketball is a very much a city sport versus a country sport um oh yeah which is very different from football a lot of football players don't come from cities um but a lot of most basketball players do um you know chicago detroit Philly, actually not somebody from Miami, right? But you can sell that value prop of you're still in a city um, and the weather's great and you're playing in the ACC. You know, a lot of these people don't, a lot of these college, like these high school players or even college transfers that are from cities don't want to go live in a college town. And so there's always, that's why I hated Perry Clark and Frank Hayes so much. How'd you ruin this? <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's not, let's not pick that scab. Um, yeah, so I think I think there's a strong value prop here for any transfer just because we've done so well integrating them. And it kind of shows that, hey, you can you can come in here, play right away, and, and make a name for yourself and play well. I, and I, I think yeah. I think and we have several transfers on the roster that'll tell you that that are still here and some that have, have since moved on. But so I, I mean think, all of our I mean, he was kind of a little – Coach L was a little before his time in terms of, like, getting transfers to impact your team. When you look back at the, you know, last tournament teams, the other Sweet 16 runs and stuff, when you look at guys like Sheldon McClellan, um, Angel Rodriguez was a transfer. Jack McClellan. Um, Jack McClellan. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Jack Sienna. McClellan too. Sienna. Yeah, was. I thought – who wasn't a transfer? <laughs> like, seriously, I think a percentage of our players. Davon Reed. Davon <laughs> Reed wasn't um, – yeah, in terms of like Bruce I mean, Brown, say, but I mean that's kind of different. Yeah, Bruce Brown, Lonnie Walker wasn't. But if you look at like the top performing players, I would say like, I mean Isaiah obviously wasn't. Man, a disproportionate number are actually transfers. Not if you start doing Julian that, Gamble was wasn't a transfer. Wasn't, but Kaji was. Yeah, Kaji was. Trey McKinney Jones. Was. Oh, Durant Scott wasn't right. Yeah, Durant Scott wasn't. Trey McKinney Jones was. Those three fifths. He was? Left. Yeah. Where did he transfer from? He came from? from community college. Oh. I think, uh, I want to say University of Missouri, Kansas City, but I'm doing that okay. from the Oh, Ryan Brown. Ryan Brown was straight in, yeah. Yeah, he was straight in. Um, yeah, but that team, three of the five that, starters were transfers. That's crazy. Kamari Murphy was a transfer, right, from Oklahoma State? Yep. Yep, he was. Yeah, that's I mean, I don't check every roster since 20 let's since do it let's just run through it in our heads i think you'll look at the impacts it's probably majority transfers yeah and that's i mean it that's takes crazy. talent to recognize you know who's gonna fit and whatnot well i think it's a couple of things it's recognizing fit it's adjusting style to fit the players too which he's done repeatedly yeah. like if you look at the 2013 team and it's almost the opposite of how we play now that team would just pound the crap out of you into submission and now yeah. we're like we're gonna spread you out and and out quick you. It's a completely different style. Um, the team was so good defensively too. Like again, a lot of it was just the it was good perimeter defense, just the size. You're just running into a brick wall. I mean, part of it was 
I mean, let's be real. Those kids were like 25 already when they were Julia, still... <laughs> Julia Gamble and Kenny Kaji were old. <laughs> Julian so... Gamble, man, he's he was one of my favorites yeah, to watch. They were they were, they were like they were definitely like not. They were like I think fifth or sixth year senior. There were some there were some old old kids on that team because you know what? we should get Julian on here. We had him on last year. Um, so I had him on our back. show too. He's a he's a cool guy. We should be able to get him back. We had him and uh, Dewan Hernandez on last year. Um, oh, okay. I haven't had Dewan on ever. Yeah, and yeah, no, we can we can we can do some of that. Um, yeah, but I think that I think it's the big thing, Coach. If you're talented, you'll figure out a way to get you on the floor and, and get your get you performing. If he has to change styles to do it, he'll do it. Yeah, and it's so funny too. We're I mean we're talking about all these transfers and whatnot kind of bring it back to now right. a lot of people are saying like could you imagine if we had someone like kenny kaji on this team playing a lot of people Morgan? that I mean, is that is melissa's go-to melissa's move. that's what i was gonna say <laughs> melissa i gotta give props to her and i mean i agree with it kenny kaji was she's just so versatile for like that time period too because he could put the ball on the floor for his size yeah he was well. like ahead of his time because the stretch yeah. like the stretch big wasn't really even in, in the nba in vogue yet no, not at all. I mean, if he played a few years later, I mean, he, also he wasn't he, even drafted. No, I, I think, think I think again. I think I think he was like really old for NBA years. Yeah. I think he was like twenty. He was like twenty five, right? Yeah, yeah. Because back, remember, he transferred. Actually, transferred from Florida. If we're talking about mm-hmm. points from a rival, but he transferred back when he had to sit out. So he transferred, had to sit. There was none of this like, oh, you can play immediately stuff. So he ended up racking up the years. Not the only transfer we got from Florida, Keith Stone too. Remember that? Keith Stone, that name. I you. That, that's the first time someone is on on one of these shows said a name I don't remember. Who who is really? He yeah. was one of the bigs. He was, uh, he. I want to say was it two years or one year? He came as like a grad. It, it was totally does not does not ring a bell at all. Wow. Yeah. Keith Stone. Wow, I, I don't know how I don't remember this person. Oh, Keith Stone, man. You don't remember <laughs> Keith Stone? I mean, that that uh, period of basketball wasn't the most... I mean, I've been through it, so if it was... Uh, I mean, I mean, I can't imagine that, uh, that, that like, I was definitely following whatever it, it was. It was like three or four years ago, I want to say. Oh, my God. Like, this guy played for us. I totally don't remember this. I'm, really? I looked up his bio on, on Hurricane Sports. Yeah, I see it here. Yeah. Six eight two forty four. Yeah, eighteen I think games was, started the final nine. He was um, I think he was from Miami too. Oh, this say. was the this was COVID year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's Jeez, that's so crazy because it feels like COVID was just like like that COVID year was so recent, but it's you know. Well, that's how Wong has another year of eligibility yeah. that he's actually played four years for us already, but that one didn't count. So I guess Keith Stone technically could have come back, but he didn't. Yeah, he's playing overseas now, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I. Well, I guess the only reading his bio, he uh, he missed the first half of the season, only played like half the games, but I yeah. still. I'm surprised I didn't remember because apparently started starting towards the end of the year. Anyway, that's a pull. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is why you and Melissa are the basketball experts. You know players I don't. Um, 
All right, so 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 we talked a little bit about Zay and, and potentially you know some replacements there, and, and Matt Matt Cleveland coming in. So what else are you thinking? So this this is what I was kind of thinking about. This is just random thoughts, you know. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people get obsessed with like you know they look at who's leaving the four names and whatnot. Um, obviously, you know Anthony Walker and uh, Beverly played more of a significant role uh, this season compared to the other two guys because they were just freshmen. But I think people are forgetting, like, we have guys that are getting better. You know what I mean? Like, they don't realize Chris Watson probably going to have an expanded role, right? Casey, expanded role, right? I think we can both agree with that. I think that people are kind of just not necessarily thinking in that regard. Obviously, we still need to add some talent in the transfer portal because of what we lost in Jordan Miller and, and maybe Isaiah Wong, depending on what happens. But I think kind of people forget about that because you look at the jump that Wuga made. Granted, his freshman year, he had more of a consistent role than I think uh, those two guys that I named first uh, had. But you never know how much a guy can jump, you know? Yeah, I. so I guess my thoughts on that are um, um, that AJ Casey, I expect to take a pretty big step up in terms of yeah. responsibility he's gonna have to be first big off the bench yeah i think we have a problem if he's starting i i don't i don't see and i guess i think we have a problem if he's starting just because obviously we'd be at the four next to Norchad. he's not gonna like, take to chat spot but i think he does have the ability to develop a mid-range game and actually stretch out at the four a little bit but oh i think so too but i i don't know that it's there yet and i do worry again it's it's if we're if we're reconstructing a new team now if that's your four you know i think you need more out of that position they can offer given the rest of the pieces here um because yeah norchad's not gonna be able to generate offense wug is not i mean they, they can sort of right they can get theirs and get a pull-up jumper norchad can score in the post in fact it's quite effective against Connecticut in the post. <laughs> Surprisingly, that was most of our points down the stretch because no one can make a shot. Um, and and Nigel can obviously pull up and hit jumpers all day. But you know, in terms of like actually drawing defenders and stuff, it it's I can't imagine Casey being anything other than a recipient of of like he, like if he spots up and someone draws the defense, he can knock it down. I think I expect that jump from him because I don't think that was necessarily the case this year. Um, but in terms of, all right, let's get the ball to Casey. I don't think that's going to be happening this year. Maybe down the road. So I, I think it's problematic if he's starting there. But in terms of big depth, he's 6'10". He's, he's got, you know, another year in offseason conditioning. And, and also just a lot of his, you know, working on his defensive positioning and, and things getting like that. Getting stronger, and, too. Yeah, getting stronger so he can battle a little bit better. He could totally be that the reserve big man everyone thinks we need to get out of the portal. No, absolutely. And that's kind of my thought process. It's not the fact that I think he's going to be starting next season. It's more of he's going to have more of an expanded role, right? Because Anthony Walker was the first big off the bench. I mean, let's be real and- about that, too. <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Yeah, but I mean the fact that AJ Casey wasn't able to, you know, overtake him a little bit. He I think kind of he got this, he got the call a few times. I know, and I think well, I think this season, if Anthony Walker had stuck around, I think that's what would have happened, right? Yeah, and you can't tell the future, but I would like to think that's what would happen. So I'll just I'll just show this comment from Kyle. Thanks for thanks for the comment, Kyle. So I think this is kind of the topic where we're addressing in terms of where the dev comes. I think I think our actual issue is we'd fill out the starting five and then the rest of the roster can be the depth. I think that's kind of where like like I think what you're saying with Casey. We probably need another big anyway. Because I yeah. don't think him but but we need a starting four and and potentially a starting two. And then if you get that, then all of a sudden when you know Watson and 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 potentially uh Ja'Kai Robinson and uh and Beverly are, are coming off the bench and AJ Case is coming off the bench and all of a sudden I mean, I don't think we're going to play like a 10 man rotation. That's, that's four reserves already there. Right. So, um, so I, I think, I don't know if you have a different thought on that, but I think if you get the starting lineup worked out without having to start anyone and anyone on the roster that didn't start last year, starting next year, I think then we have a depth problem, but if it ends up being that, you know, the, the two, one to two, depending on what Juan does, new starters are, inbound players, new players that came in through the portal, I think then you're probably okay depth-wise. We still need more players to fill out the roster because, frankly, there's... But I don't don't think the ask is as heavy. Yeah, I think it's more of, like, role role guys, essentially. Well, also, you know, maybe Nwoko can take some of those minutes. Yeah, that's true. If we're just looking for like a, a big that can come in occasionally and because ideally Norchad plays, you know, is not in foul trouble all the time. And then, you know, Casey can spell him is the ideal. Yeah. So if you're talking about the third big, maybe it's Noroka also. Yeah. You Would know, you be co- open if you could get like a like just specifically a spot up shooter that is okay coming off the bench in a limited role. Yeah. Actually, Melissa and I talked about that yesterday to too. Just to, yeah, she she went race with it, but you know, you you two can say white guy. I don't know if I'm allowed to. As she said, yeah, I'm just saying. I <laughs> just, 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 just I mean, it does paint a visual picture better than just talking spot up shooter. But yeah, someone that can just shoot. I threes. still got eligibility, Vish. There you go. There you go, man. There you go. Ask Cal State Long Beach's women's team how I play. <laughs> I mean, can you knock the jumper down, man? Yeah, I should. Can he can he shoot in a stadium? Because once we went into that dome, then you know the stuff went away. So we, we need someone with good good dome shooting experience. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, but but yeah, no, I think I think that's a good place. I, I think that's what Joe Jovanovich's role was potentially going to be. I know he's taller than just like a shooter, but I think he was. I think that was the role earmarked for him. Probably is just, and I don't think it's a consistent role. I don't think you go to that player in every game, but you know, depending on the matchup or if like, you know, obviously thank God Bayheim is gone, but you know, if a team's like using a zone and we're struggling with it, you stretch it out with, by putting another shoot on the floor, stuff like that. I think, I think we could use someone like that on the roster. Cause really the only player that you're like, you cannot leave open. Cause even like Zay and Wugga, like streaky. Yeah. And it's, and the, and the opponents are like, pick your poison. And then if they're getting it going, then we'll cover them. And that's kind of what hurt us in the, in the final four is they weren't hitting them. And mm-hmm. 
and there was no, but really Pack is the only one that you like, okay, we got to stay home on this guy. And he's also your primary ball handler. So, you know, getting someone that you can spot up as a, as a reserve. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good move. But I don't, again, it's, it's, it's so difficult to say like, okay, as people enter the portal, why? <laughs> Cause it's, it's a reserve role gonna, 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 you know, wet their beak. Yeah. No, it's true. Then again, you're playing in the ACC for the ACC champs. That was in the final four last year. You do have certainly the potential to, you know, be part of a deep tournament run. Is that enough of a selling point? Like some of these, like, I don't think, like, look at L. Ellis. He's transferring because his team sucks. Like, let's be real here, right? Because he's getting the ball. He's getting the looks. He's scoring. Um, he's getting all the personal accolades he wants, but that team when sucks. Win, so he's going yeah. somewhere to win, right? So, yeah. so like, that's not a playing time move. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. Um, I I don't know if I would agree. I love Beverly, and especially like the way he can, he he surprised the hell out of me with how well he came back after basically being injured for two years, but. I, I think I actually think Christian Watson was going to take his minutes, and I think when you see Christian Watson play, you'll you'll realize how talented he is as just more of a complete player um, than than Beverly was. So I, I actually don't know that he would have even been the seventh man here. And and also, you know, that's the best case for him probably because I don't think there's any intention of like if Wong goes, him starting. And I'm assuming he's going to start day one at Wichita State and play like 30 plus minutes a game, and that's probably what he was looking yeah. for. I don't blame anyone for leaving to play. No, nope, nope. but I, but I think, well. but I do think I actually, I think, I think Christian Watson next year will be a better player than Beverly was this year. As much as I, I'm a fan of Beverly's. Yeah. I love Beverly too. Um, but necessarily in terms of turnovers, he did have some questionable decisions that he would make at times that kind of hurt us. And so I don't. I don't think that expanded role was there. Even if Wong, left, he was like, also he was also inconsistent. Like his shot is just a line drive, and if it's if yeah. it's going, it's going. If it's not, it's not. And it is it is straight up just like it's a dart. <laughs> That's why it either ricochets very hard off the rim or it goes in. And, and I and I think that that all like impacted his consistency. He was not someone that you can like you mentioned. Like somebody could pull off the bench. That's like a a really good shooter. If you leave them open, he wasn't that. And quite frankly, we have so many slashers already. I think we're probably a bad fit for him at this point in his career as well. Um, Cause ideally you want your bench players to, to be a change up or bring something else. That's not yeah, like, like, Oh, not no, again, no offense to Beverly who I'm a big fan of. And I think he's going to do really well at Wichita stakes. I think he's someone that actually with more usage probably becomes more valuable. Um, but as a limited role off the bench for us, you'd really like like good example is Bensley Joseph. He comes in and brings a ton of defense and on the ball pressure that no one else on our team is really capable of doing. Right? Like yeah. Beverly does not really do anything like that. He's a slasher, similar. I mean, obviously not nearly as good, but similar to Wong in that get him the ball, ISO him, he can maybe get to the rim. Um, you know, do do some of those little things well, but not at Wong's level. So if you're trying to change up and do something, he's not really able to do that. So ideally off the, like Christian wants, I think create his own shot and do all sorts of interesting things that I think we're going to discover in the next, 
in the next six months. Yeah. Watch, he's going to be in the portal tomorrow, think, and I'm going to be crushed. But I'm fucking up too much. But I think I think no, I think he's. I, I think I don't think people. And we we've certainly talked about this quite a bit on this show in terms of just how limited minutes were at the wing and guard positions. Yeah, he he is our best freshman from last year, even though he didn't play as much as Casey or as much as Air. Yeah, um, I know the coaches coaches loved him, and I mean everything that I saw too. I was surprised that he didn't play more. Obviously, you know we've talked about yeah, it's just it's the minute minutes. allocation. Yeah. It's the minute allocation. You so can't, you can't put I him think, in because there's not yeah. there's nowhere for him to play. But I mean those. I can't remember which game it was when he got the ball. I think it was in transition and he drove in and like finished through contact. And you just saw, you know, him being six, seven can put the ball on the floor, his strength when finishing. And the fact that, I mean, he's a pretty good shooter as well. So yeah. And he's only going to get better. So I, I I think, you know, again, we don't know what's happening with Wong, um, but Let's say the worst case scenario would be Wong goes and we don't get a stud to replace him. I think that just means Watson's going to play more. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's where that leads. I, ideally, you get you know if Wong goes, you get someone like L. Ellis, and you're like, all right, <laughs> we'll, we'll go with this. It's not Wong, but he's a damn good player in this conference that you know can get will get you like fifteen to twenty a night and and create offense for the rest of the team. Um, but if you don't do that, you know, Christian Watson does kind of have some of those characteristics where you can run offense through him. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know that he's ready to start right now. Um, but frankly, if we literally can't get him in the portal, like that's like I would certainly start him next to Nigel versus Bensley Joseph right now. Oh, yeah. But I don't I don't know if the coaches would do that because <laughs> they really like Bensley yeah. also. But um so yeah, I think I think he's going to be a pleasant surprise. Like you said, I don't think I think when you see the four players leave, um, it's like oh my god, mass exodus. But then you look at kind of what their role was and what their role would be going forward. Yeah, we had look, we had one freshman. Or actually, I guess Jovanovic was in his second year, right? Or is, no, he was a freshman. Freshman. So I guess we had two of them leave, but the other two that are here were the, frankly the two better ones and are the ones that are likely going to play quite a bit this year just like you know last year you mentioned Wooga had something of a role but not really I mean that was that was that was Cam Augusti's minutes right and and like imagine if if Chris Watson's is Wooga next year right I mean if we had told you how productive Wooga would be this year based off of his freshman year you wouldn't have you wouldn't have believed it yeah I mean, his last That's last true. moment of his freshman year was Kansas not covering him, right? Ugh. And then he comes back the next year and he can shoot now and he's improved a lot. And he wasn't playing a lot anyway that year because, of course, if you have Wong, Magusti, and Charlie Moore, there's not a lot of guard minutes. It's like the same problem perpetually. Yeah. How, how often are you pulling them off the floor to put in a freshman? Not a lot. I think it's the same thing here. So if those minutes open up, I think you'll see the improvement. And I do so, also yeah. think... I do also think, you know, I think I think Watson's good enough to push on Wooga too to force him to raise his game to hold that position for the whole year. Because I, I think if you start getting consistent contributions from from Watson coming in in smaller, there's no only choices to expand the role. And Coach L has definitely used that Wooga spot as sometimes he plays more, sometimes Bensley Joseph plays more. Yeah. Um, and if you throw Watson in the mix, again, assuming he's not like starting at the two guard or something, 
I mean, that could be sometimes Watson plays more as well. So I think, you know, depending on how he performs, you could see a pretty big role for him. No, it's true. I think, I think we could see in limited time, not like starting. I think we could see Watson playing that, like, I don't want to say the small ball four, but playing next to Omir and sometimes. So like being on the floor with Wuga and Nigel, and then uh, if it's Wong or whoever, you know, obviously we're, we're still trying to figure out who, who, uh, who's staying and whatnot. Yeah, did we confirm that Wong already declared twice? Because that'll at least you, bring this. Okay, let's do this. Let's right do now. some googling. Let's, let's do some googling here and figure Wong. out if he's actually allowed to put his name in the portal. I mean, into the into the uh, draft again and withdraw. Because that'll that means we'll get closure pretty much immediately. Because he'll have to. Because otherwise, he has up until ten days before the draft to withdraw. I found an article from two thousand twenty-one. Okay saying that he uh, intention and put name in the draft. This is, so um, this is 20. Okay. So then he can't do it again. Yeah. Cause it was so, 2021. Okay. Okay. So that, that means we'll get closure soon. So we'll know in 11 days at the latest, whether or not. Yeah. Can, uh, I think might come out a little sooner, maybe. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. And, and unfortunately I think it's going the way that <laughs> based on all of a sudden us targeting, <laughs> Yeah. Would appear to be very veteran season starting shooting guards. I I don't know that those were players to back up long. What day is that on the? It was the twenty third, right? That's a Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think it, he'll probably announce before then whether he, either way. Yeah. Um, but I, so we yeah. might be talking about this next week, maybe. Oh yeah. Um, and whatever. If he, I mean, either way, I think we'll probably try to spin up a show that day or something. Just because either way, we've. You know, he's one of the best players in school history. So either way, whether it's because he's leaving or because he's coming back, we should um, should have a show dedicated to – I mean, he stuck through – those first years, we were bad. We were so bad the COVID year, they canceled the ACC tournament, but we had already been eliminated. Like, and that was his first year, and he stuck around through that and and, and earned the rewards. Didn't, didn't just read them earn them. So yeah, it was a whole – Whole thing. Some of those years were so brutal yeah. with injury and just yeah, and he it stuck through terrible. that and, and and came out the other end. So I, I think you know I think there's a whole either way. You know, if he comes yeah. back, there'll be a wow. What does this do for our program? We're gonna kill everyone next year, or if he if he goes, you know, we should definitely do an in honor of Isaiah Wong show. So either way, if he makes his his announcement, we'll try to do something that yeah. day. Also, too, we got to shout out. I mean, Coach L made the change of you know hiring the new training staff after it was right after that COVID year, right? When we was it I after have, the COVID year? I have not kept up with the training staff, this so you're gonna be, have to fill me in would, here. This would be the second year, I think. And so, I mean, you saw like in terms of Norchad, you know, he had that bad ankle roll, and there were times, you know, it looked a little shaky in the first game. The which game was it? That he like kind of like almost re injured it. Was it that Texas? Was, that was uh Houston, I think. Or was it Houston? Yeah. Yeah, it was Houston. But to get a get a guy, you know, ready that quick and whatnot says a lot um about a training staff. Cause I mean rolled ankles, they can be sprained ankle can be very serious. Um you, you saw the initial reaction after he uh sprained it. So Big shout out to the training staff. I do not know the lead training staff guy's name, though. I forget. 
Yeah, and and again, they handled it right. They immediately like got him off the court and like don't put any weight on this for a week. Yeah, <laughs> don't like, go it back in the game. And... Yeah, yeah, that was it was. Yeah, and and he looked he looked fine in the. I think it was tentative against Drake, but I think it was more mental than his ankle actually. Yeah, bothering him, and then after that, he was back to his normal self. Led the uh, NCAA tournament in rebounding. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> quite the stat um i mean it's it's just it's still like ridiculous how many games we won and, like everything that happened i know we lost the last one but like you start looking at like god we won a lot of games against a lot of teams that were that were supposed to beat us that was yeah we weren't even supposed to win the first game apparently yeah well i didn't think we were going to with like five minutes left in it so. <laughs> <laughs> that's well <laughs> yep uh, but that, that, that's basketball um all right, so I guess is there just to kind of maybe wrap up a little bit here. Um, so let me, yeah, I, go, I go for it, go for it. I, 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 yeah, go for it. So let's say Isaiah Wong leaves. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we mentioned L. Ellis in terms of like who we're going after because we'd be able to add four guys, right? I think we have we can add four right now. Well, because uh, Nuoko is taking one of the spots, right? Yeah, but that's like or... Jordan Miller's spot. Uh, oh, yeah, I did yeah. the math so last, it is four now. Did, did, oh, la- wow. did the math last night, yeah. Jeez, okay. <laughs> so we can take four. How do you see that working out, though, like versus if Isaiah Wong's gone? If he leaves, then that we can, means we can take five. Yeah. And, yeah, I think definitely you need a starting shooting guard, you need a starting power forward. I mean, that's straight away, so that's two of them. I I think you need, like you said, probably a shooter off the bench. Because I think you know there are deficiencies in this team, yeah, that you want to address, and probably another big, that's frankly a warm body that can maybe like come out and play ten minutes and make four fouls and just go sit on the bench again, <laughs> like not someone that you're going to really rely on to do anything other than, hey, if if we're in a spot where we're in foul trouble, we have other size we can bring in, yeah, because um, I because because frankly I've, I'm hoping knock on wood uh, that Casey's role is bigger than just that next year because because. Both he and I mean Walker basically had to play because we had to we couldn't play Jordan Miller and Norch had forty minutes, yeah, <laughs> um, each. And it was case, close. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, we tried as much as we could, right? Um, but I, I, I'm hoping that you know Casey's role is actually bigger than that than Anthony Walker's last year, and that he's because I think he's a there's a better player in him. Um, so I think beyond that, you probably need another. We're in foul trouble. This guy doesn't play every game, or maybe he only comes in when you know certain situations. But we need to, so just some size, right there. Yeah. And then, I, I think what is that? That's four. I don't, I don't, I don't know where you put the fifth one. I don't know. There's a lot of guard minutes available because I want, I want Watson to play a lot. Maybe and a then, younger I, guy that will be okay with sitting out. But if you're in the transfer portal, I don't know how likely that is. I mean, it depends, right? So we are let's like let's let's go forward a year, right? Who is still mm-hmm. here in twenty twenty four? So Pack is gone. Well, Pack is Pack could come back for another year, though, right? Because this will be his fourth, so fifth because of he, COVID, right? Wait, was he a COVID player though? Oh, that's a good point. It's, actually, oh, no, it's so hard to figure out eligibility. 
Okay, so maybe it is. Yeah, not not to name drop it, I was talking to Katie Meyer about this, and she was like, "You don't know what year these kids are." It's just like, hey, if, if the coach doesn't even know, like no, that just like, shows how. Because we had well, because I, I was talking to her on senior day, and we had seven seniors on the women's team walk, and she's like, "Who knows who's coming back?" Or not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, no, he he is first year is twenty, so this is his last year. Um, okay, so he's gone. But, you know, I don't see Wooga going early, but I guess theoretically. Um, still, so Norchad is Norchad is gone, right? Wait, he's, he's only. The same, is he the same? I thought he was the same year as Nigel. Is he was he? Arkansas State for, for one year, right? I thought it was two. Live Googling here. We should do research ahead of these shows, but I don't like I know. Agendas. Well, Oh, you're right. You're right. It is two. It yeah. is two. It is two. Um, so, yeah, so he's gone too. So yeah, maybe a like you said, maybe a younger developmental big, like you'll be the starting center in two years in the ACC. Yeah. Cause I still think Casey's more of a four. Yeah. And I actually think like we talked about, I think he'll develop his offensive game a little bit and actually be fine, like, you know, playing away from the basket. He was deputized into you're the backup center because we didn't have any size. Um, so I, I think there's you know an opportunity for him there. What about yeah. you? How do you just, just filling in? I mean, I think that's it's, it feels so far down the line, but no, no. I mean, I mean, you asked me the question like, what do you do with the I guess four to five? Oh, okay, got it. How would you? Uh, how would you play this? I would try to add another guard that maybe is okay with that limited role, maybe an, like a younger guy. Uh, it would be nice to have just in case of injury. Cause you never know. We've been lucky in that regard. Cause I mean, Bensley Joseph goes down or, you know, even one of the starters. So where, that... I guess my question on that, cause Melissa and I bad this around yesterday. And I think okay. she, at the end of it, had convinced me we should take another kind of backup guard or take another guard. Even if Wong comes back. Okay. Um, so, but I guess, where do those minutes come from at all? I don't do want mean? someone to take, well, you bring in another, another, let's say, let's say Wong is here, or if Wong goes and you bring in a starting shooting guard. All right. So you're saying to add another kind of more developmental or younger player. Yeah. Well, I think it's someone that you're straight up and say, you know, there's not going to be as many minutes this year, but next okay. year. Okay. So you're just up. basically saying like, basically being blown. You're not really going to play this year. Yeah. Okay. If it's someone from like a mid-major, yeah, no, know, I, I think I, we've risk. talked a lot. There are selling points, yeah. Even coming here and being a backup, so okay. But and you just never know with injuries and whatnot too, because I mean, how many how many games Nigel Pack missed? Like what two games? Isaiah Wong didn't, didn't miss a game. Didn't miss any? Wugga didn't miss any. Bensley, I don't think missed one. Uh, Jordan Miller didn't miss one this year. No, Norchad just missed the. He didn't miss a. He didn't miss a. He technically didn't miss a game. Yeah, so that that thirty seconds or whatever is on the court counts. Yeah, yeah. No, we didn't have any injuries. So, and I actually don't. I mean, I'm not a big huge of the school. I I think the. I don't know how injured Nigel was when we decided we could beat Florida State without him, but yeah. (laughs) Which which looked like a great decision for about thirty minutes. Uh, but I, I think so. I, I feel like if that was like a must-win game, he would have been out there. Um, 
So, yeah, no, you're right. We did have a lot of kind of luck not not having injuries. I mean, think about it. We went Even the year tech. before, too. Because I think Jordan Miller missed, like, two games that year. I don't think yeah. any – like, Charlie Moore didn't miss any. I don't think Cam McGusty missed any. Yeah. Uh, Wardenberg might have missed one or two. He did something to his hand, but I don't think he yeah. missed time, though. I think he played through it. Yeah, so, I mean – Anthony Walker never got injured either, so yeah. Yeah. The most frustrating player. And I mean, I his attitude is so good too. He's like the best teammate. I'm just like, why do you have to take a stupid shot? Like, don't you could be such an asset. Anyway, someone else's problem now, I guess. But uh, God, I think he was I think because of the athleticism he flashed and like again, he's a really great teammate and all that. You just want him to succeed so bad. That's why yeah. it's so frustrating. Um. Anyway, like I said he's he's not not here anymore. I'm curious where he goes. I think he could actually, if he can, you know, get his basketball IQ up a little. He could be a weapon somewhere. He's so yeah. athletic. And- I think if he plays in a system where it's like, okay, you need to set this high ball screen. You need to go down and do this. That is I think true. It would be we, more we, beneficial. To yeah, that, that's a good point. We talk a lot about, um, you know how fun the offense is because it's flowing and, you know, there's a lot of player empowerment. You got to be capable of operating in that, yeah. in, in that environment. And, and I think it probably played to some of his, his worst habits. The freedom yeah. to shoot means the freedom to shoot. Doesn't mean that you have the discretion to know not to shoot. Right. Yeah. And then you see a player like Jordan Miller be highly successful in it. And... Right. And so it's just, it's not for everyone. Yeah, I got to get my Jordan Miller, you know, praise in for the for the show. Okay, all right. Well, there it is, and we'll get Melissa on here to show her Coach Cooper wristband or whatever. And we got we <laughs> took all the boxes. The 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 six wings basketball drinking game could be complete. There we go. All right. I I mean, is there? We've been going over an hour. Is there anything else that uh um <laughs> that we need need to cover? No, I'm just. I mean. I hope we're doing a show on Saturday. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, we, we might we might have a a fun show on Saturday. We'll leave it at that for now. We'll, um, we'll see. We'll either, say either way. You, you know what? You know what'll be fun too. Um, next week at this time, we'll have the whole yeah. whole the, gang, the whole gang together. Uh, so that that'll be fun. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it's been uh, great catching up on hoops with you as always. And yeah, we'll. Uh, Hopefully be talking Saturday, otherwise next week. Sounds good to me, man. I'm excited. Yeah, all right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. You know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.